This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to another episode of Style and City Diaries. Brought to you by your favourite and fabulous cousins, Prinny Ray. And Amber Lowe. Yes. yes! Welcome back to another episode, kids and cousins. Oh my God, not kids and cousins. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed last week's episode. We were joined by Henry. If you haven't heard it, what you doing? Go back and listen to it. Go back and listen, child. I feel like between last week's episode and this week's episode, so much has like happened. Is it? Yeah. Like? Like Twitter space is going crazy. Oh, Everyone sorry. I thought dragged. you meant like, um, sorry, I thought you meant like fashion wise, no, not like generally. Well, fashion wise as well. I mean, there was an interesting documentary that came out. Yeah. There's been some like, re- I, I don't know, I've got a list of, I've got a lot to oh talk about. Oh my God, I've, I've just kind of not been on the centre of the earth. I mean, have you been I've doing? been like nothing, just like tuned into myself <laughs> yeah i mean i kind of like no shade but yeah i kind of get that vibe yeah but i'm just like doing me you know yeah okay well <laughs> i will spend the you... next hour talking to myself <laughs> well i'll respond to you obviously where do we start where do we start where do we start okay let's start light we'll start light and we'll go heavy, heavy. okay did you know zara does foundation now yeah um i read a piece an article on um a beauty journalist who tried it out mm. and she was so impressed and before like she did half her face and do you know what the coverage oh really unreal i went on their website i mean the price point is fantastic it's only i think it's like 15 like 14 19 yeah. or so. i mean yeah i mean fair enough it's kind of like mid drugstore high street and, kind of um luxury i don't know luxury foundation and i'm quite impressed by the shade range yeah I saw a lot of dark shades. Whether they're in stock, that's another thing. Yeah. Well, the beauty journalist who tried it uh, was of darker skin anyways. Mm. So I was pretty impressed with that too. Did she say whether she got it online or in store? I don't remember. Because mm. that's the only problem. It's like it, it makes me throw back to like COVID times when you're trying to buy a foundation and you order one, then you're like... Yeah, mm, but to be fair, I've not out. seen... Because I was in Zara two weeks ago. And I didn't see the one in Oxford Street, and I didn't see any like, like beauty, beauty stand. Yeah. I've never seen a beauty. No, no, I only I. see the perfumes. Yeah, so they've got like even eyeshadows and lipsticks. And yeah, lipsticks they came out ages sorts. ago. I didn't know that. What is it like the best kept secret or something? What's going on? I don't know. I think they're just tapping into. They're just tapping in into beauty. I guess beauty's like really like jumped up recently mm. in the past few years, um, and I guess they're like trying to get in on the money. But it's weird because like. Places like H and M have been selling beauty for while, products yeah. for time, like for years. But I'm not checking for H and M beauty. Yeah. Though. Oh no, no. H and M beauty is honestly. I've never tried it. It's just awful. Like even like Topshop was selling beauty for yeah, years true, and years true, and years. True. I think it's it's one of those things where it's like because I don't know you for that. I can't be bothered to even experiment. Yeah, it's scary. It's like, I don't want to spend my money on this when you're a fashion brand. Mm. Like, stick to what you know. Now I'm worried. Like, what's in the formula? Yeah. Like, am I going to get a like, rash? Like, how do you know that this is what is meant yeah. to be? Yeah. 
But I'm intrigued because I saw I saw someone on TikTok trying it out. But I don't know. I didn't really watch the video. I don't know. I kind of tuned out again to that point. Yeah, of like, like I just looked and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, so I always got foundation. That looks pretty sick coverage. But I don't care enough yeah, for it yeah, yeah, to yeah. Like, do my homework. Maybe I need to do my due diligence and Have a look try and see. it out. I personally will not be. Yeah, the only thing stopping me is the fact that I'd have to order it online and it's so hard. Yeah, it's just like long, like it's a risk and then now it's here and then like, what do I do What's with this? The, Which shop is like, do we have a Zara flagship store? Um, in the in in, in, in the London. UK, in, well, in the London. Like, to be honest, all the ones in like Oxford Street are bloody bizarre. Like there isn't one that jumps out like, this is the flagship. Yeah, like, because I was going to say, like, Maybe the one, one is like on the um, biggest one and then they might have... The beauty stuff there. There's, is there one closer to Marble Arch? Am I making this up? Yeah, no, there is one I by Marble Arch on the corner of Primark. I think that's the bigger, biggest one, you know. That one. Because the one closer to Tottenham Court Road is quite small. It's yeah. only got two floors. And then you've got the one that's like Oxford more Oxford Circus, which is, I guess, what, like three floors. Yeah. But it's not as wide. No, I don't know. it's just like tall and narrow. Yeah, and I think the other, that other one is wider. Is there one in between that one and the I last one? I feel like one? there might be. You I know? feel like there's four on that one. There's another, yeah, there's another one that's like two floors, but it's wide. Yeah, it's just Yeah, huge. that's the one before Bond Street or around Bond yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's our, sorry, what's and all this spreading on the real estate? Street, they've got Zara home. No, no, no. I need Zara to just <laughs> fucking buy Topshop and stop getting I on my nerves. I just have the one big shop. So did you know that Night Town's getting knocked down as well? Oh. And that's all turning into Ikea? Oh, come on. Yeah. But to be honest, night, that Night Town is giving kind of like money laundering. Like, yeah, does anyone actually shop in that Night Town? It's the flagship. Come on, all the tourists shop there. Where There isn't any other Nike store. Other than, There's one in King's Cross. Where's the other Nike stores? Who is so pressed for Nike that you need to go into a Nike store? The tourists. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, that Nike store is giving big WH Smith money laundering vibes. I used to go vibes. to that Nike store just to look at the workers. Because That's what I used to go and check for man. Fit. Sexy, you know what? Speaking of workers, because it's a perfect segue. <laughs> I feel like Nike, sometimes the TFL, they hire these good-looking guys. There's some On kind purpose. of policy. There is. There's a book of what they should look like in the hiring. Do you remember your old street boyfriend? Oh my god! But oh, I miss him. The mystique wore off when I actually spoke to him in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Oh, why did you go to open your mouth?" No, yeah. <laughs> His name was like Leroy and or something. security guards. Oh. Don't sleep on security guards because I've got a security guard at work and he's cute. You know, oh, you know, like the work security guards. Sometimes oh, yeah, the yeah. odd one is a little bit pain. You no, know, but it's them. It's them ones when they wear they wear the suit and the long black jacket. You know them security. Oh guards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the not the one outside Libertine and that. No, oh no, 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 not them ones. Like the actual like the suit, the yeah, suit yeah, and yeah, booted yeah, yeah, security yeah. guards. How come my man say, "Oh, your limp's gone. You feeling better?" I said. Why are you checking for me? Uh-huh. <laughs> that was last week. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim. I was like, do you love me? <laughs> no, literally, if you love me, just say. Just If you want to kiss me, just, just say. say. <laughs> that is so funny. So there's a new documentary. Yep. Out on Netflix. Do you want to take it away? Yeah, I'll take it away. Um, my one piece of information <laughs> that I know today. <laughs> I actually know information. I just thought you talk about fashion things. But so this is a spoiler alert, by the way. So if you haven't watched it, I would pause now, go and have a watch. But if you don't mind, 
Yeah, then we're going to continue. So there is a documentary on Abercrombie and Fitch. I'll get the name of it for you. It's called White Hot, The Rise and Fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. Thank you. And I mean, some of you may be feeling a bit nostalgic hearing that brand's name. Mm. Maybe you completely forgot about it. But there is a documentary and they are looking into... The rise and fall of Abercrombie and Fitch, the problems with the brand under racism. Mm. Um, what's the other one? Prejudice. Um, and no, like, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Discri- sorry, not discrimination. Preju- discrimination. Yeah. Um, and and basically, just looks at the history. Yeah. And I didn't really. Obviously, I think we all knew mm. that Abercrombie and Fitch and Hollister, yeah. and I would say the brands like Jack Wills, yeah. I'm going to put into yeah, there, yeah, the yeah, Gilly yeah. Hicks, are. Um, they had an aesthetic. An aesthetic which was damaging to certain groups. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't realise how bad it was as a whole. Yeah. And I think maybe because in the UK, we only had one of each store, really. Um, right yeah so you don't yeah that makes you sense don't, yeah. you didn't re- you just went there on the off chance and so you wasn't really taking things in whereas when i watched that documentary i was quite surprised i didn't realize how mm. many protests that brand yeah. brought in so i guess to like give the major major spoiler abercrombie and fitch basically had a very clear hiring policy that was not inclusive and they essentially had a handbook of what you need to look like yeah. to work in our stores, which is basically white, beachy, all American, fresh yeah. face, that kind Blonde, of look. And when you think, when, when I was watching it, I was like, to be fair, every time I went into the Brent Cross in Abercrombie and Fitch, everybody looked like this. It made so much sense. But that's what I'm saying. They I had that like SoCal yeah. look. Yeah. You know, in the in their skinny jeans, the you know low rise skinnies with yeah. the vests and the flip flops, like they're very skinny, skinny girls. Yeah. Um, and fresh face, like fresh minimal face. minimal makeup. You know, th- they had rules that like men couldn't wear jewelry, girls could, but it had to be really thin and mm. delicate and elegant. No um, dreadlocks. No dreadlocks. Um, th- what was I no. going to say? What was I think? What got me. <laughs> fucking ridiculous so originally their um you know you have like sales assistant sales associate their title was like brand reps so they had brand reps and they had impact and brand reps were like on the shop Shop floor floor, yeah yeah. impact was like you're making an impact in the fucking stockroom (laughs) all the impact people were ethnic minority yeah quote unquote not the classic beauty not not what they saw as all american so they were your asians your african-americans um what other no no no, sorry i actually actually got that wrong they had one role called brand reps and they were getting the flack on being discriminatory so they were like okay to fix that we're gonna make the people that are on the shop floor call them model and call the back office people impact so you can't get onto us if people are applying for a role as model because it's akin to like a modeling (laughs) they was they were too smart with it uh you know they were purposely didn't make clothes for bigger people. Mm. Uh, so, and and the guy, oh, I've forgotten his name. I want to say his name's Ron, but it's not. It's like Mike something. Mike Jeffries. Mike Jeffries, yeah. CEO of Abercrombie & Fitch was like, ex-CEO, yeah, yeah, I want ex-CEO. Like, I want to be an exclusive brand. So, yeah. He was like, like, I'm not trying to be He's inclusive. like, I'm not trying to, like, 
be a brand for the masses. I want to be an exclusive brand. And unfortunately, some people are going to get upset with that. But it is what it is. We're an exclusive brand. And that means if you're fat, mm. if you're not white, sorry, mm. but it's not for you. Uh, they had to deal with their PR team. Working overtime. We're working overtime. You know, they had uh, graphic tees that were racist towards South a- Asians, Asians, yeah. Oriental Asians, and and to Latinos as well. Like they just did not care. But I think as well, like back in those days, we didn't re- not we didn't realize, but like it was just so normal mm, mm, for mm. a brand to be openly racist, yeah, and offensive. In a mask of, but it's a joke. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's it's weird because like a lot of things that are coming out now, like these documentaries or what we're going to talk about later in terms of like Tim Westwood and stuff. Yeah. We knew. Yeah. That's what, that's what really like, it gets me because it's like, are you shocked? You're shocked. Don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. Like watching the documentary, I am not shocked. Yeah, so I'm all. not ta- the only new information I'm taking in is like, the maybe behind the behind the scenes stuff or like the lawsuits, the things that were happening specifically in America that we might have not been privy yeah. to news wise. But ultimately the fact that the brand is not inclusive is not a shock to me. Yeah. When I was, I remember like when like looking for jobs and stuff, it's like, do you think I'm dumb enough to fucking walk into Abercrombie and Fitch and give and them my CV? And think they're going to give me a job. <laughs> Mate, I was fat. So, and I was mixed race. So oh, I didn't even I know whether my feet would bang in the flip flops. Like, listen, <laughs> they were not. <laughs> nah. At all. But, um, and you know, they were saying they brought like sexuality and and like togetherness, like unitedness together. Mm. They like, because they were, they were comparing themselves to like, they were a mixture of like Calvin Klein with like the sexiness mm, mm, mm. and then Ralph Lauren with like the kind of polo, united, mm, mm, you know, all American thing. And they brought that together. And there's, there've been things about like sexually exploiting kids and yeah. stuff to, you know, doing like topless modeling and things. And it's just like, but I never saw it like that. I just thought, yeah, wow, yeah. this is so cool. Like I've actually got, I'm going to post this on Instagram. Yeah. My Abercrombie Polaroids where I'd go to the shop and take a picture with the model <laughs> with my friends. What? Because that's what you do. You'd go and there'd be a model, a topless man standing outside oh, the shop. Oh, and they'd take a Polaroid. They'll they take, take it. A, yeah, the Polaroid. They'd give it to you and you get it in a little Abercrombie Excuse me. thing. I think I've got like three of them because I would just keep going so I can take pictures of these hot men. But it's like, I mean, it's it's twofold, right? Because you can look at it as a consumer and be like, okay, the over-sexualization of men will attract women to shop in the store, whatever it yeah. is the strategy is. But then... On the other side, the CEO and the, I don't know if he's like the chairman or that other, the older guy. Yeah. They were basically using this as like free porn. Yeah. The photos, sh- like they were, they, I think he was accused of like sexual assault and mm-hmm. like all this, all this kind of stuff that came out later and pressurizing the models and saying, come to my room. If not, then yeah, you're cut, get back on your flight. You're not going to be in this shoot. Yeah. So they, that they was were literally like, like naked yeah. in the shoots as well. It was mental. But like I was. I was literally 12, 13 years old because, yeah, I was in like early secondary mm. school and it was the in thing to go to oh, Abercrombie and Fitch. The only one they had, the flagship store, in um, it's just behind Regent Street. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. That was the Abercrombie store. And yeah, I've got three, either three or two. I'll have to take pictures and post it I'm with so this nervous. post when, when this episode oh goes out. God. Don't worry, friends, I'll blur out whoever's <laughs> next to me. But like, and do you know what my mum's so 
when there was like everyone just tried to say as much like, so they could just own at least one piece of Abercrombie and yeah, Fitch. Yeah, yeah. And my mum laughed. She's like, "That was literally you." Like I was begging my uncle that lived in America, like, "Please send me something from Abercrombie yeah. and Fitch because like I will die if not." Mate, I remember I used to. I think I was more. I was more into Hollister. That's probably because they had a Hollister in Brent Cross, which yeah. was like closer to me. Literally, I would save my coins to buy a T-shirt. Yeah. Because I could not even afford the fucking jumper. I, I, I would get a vest because I couldn't afford the T-shirt. This is insane. It's mental. All to, be, all to be cool and part of like a thing that is not even accepting of me anyway. And that's what's so funny because even one of the girls in the documentary, her mum was like, well, why would you even want to apply to work there anyway? Like, do you see anyone that looks like you there? Like, use your brain? Like, why... <laughs> Like, why w- yeah. I'm surprised that you even wanted to work yeah. somewhere like that. But this is the, like, this is how you can tell, like, how being, like, a cult and, like, having this kind of unity makes everyone want to fit in mm. and, like, be a part of something. And you just forget, like, like your moral compass in your brain, like, use your brain, it goes out the window. Yeah, because it's just like, don't fuck, what, Hollister? I want to fucking wear Hollister. Mate, when I had all my Hollister tracksuits, I thought, no one can fucking chat to me. Like, you cannot chat to me. You're in Nike. I'm in Hollister. Yeah. Like, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, it was like an elite, elite, elite kind of... Oh, and then, I mean, I couldn't afford the Jack Wills. Those were for a different different breed of people. But it was a similar thing, like, oh, you're wearing Hollister, I'm in Jack Wills. Like, that was the vibes. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I guess now, I, went, I actually went on their Instagram when I was on the way, and they've got a new CEO, that um, woman, I don't know her yeah. name. And it looks fucking completely different. Like, Abercrombie and all Hollister and that, it's gone out of my brain. Like, I don't even, yeah. in my head, they don't exist. Mate, they sell Gilly Hicks knickers on ASOS for £12. Come on. Oh, stop. So going on the, going on the Instagram, I was like, Abercrombie? Is that you? Is that you? Abercrombie? It's mad. You got black people on your page? Yeah. Even the clothes looks a lot different. It's less, I think they've moved away from that kind of like... um, American high school. Student. Yeah, like the, I I, I play lacrosse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that kind of. I'm in the, I'm in the, um, I'm a cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. yeah, The like post sports clothing shit. It's crazy. Um. And I guess they have to grow with their consumers. Yeah, yeah. That's what's had to happen. Like, who is their consumer now? Like, the identity's kind of gone. I don't know. Yeah, like, who is... Who, like, who is buying their clothes? It's a bit bizarre. And I think as well, a lot of people say that their quality wasn't even that good. But I would like yeah, to... I, mean, I would... I would dispute that and say their quality was really good because I wore that, my one yellow Abercrombie and Fitch <laughs> jumper for literally like six years. Yeah, yeah. And my Hollister tracksuits and jumpers. Yeah, that t- I had some Hollister top, like the long sleeve, you know the long sleeve, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. bit like not summer but not winter, like that in-betweeny material cotton. Yeah, it's a really good documentary. It's interesting. It's Mm. nothing that you don't probably already know. I think Mm. it just makes you wake up like, oh shit, like that was actually a thing thing. Like Mm. I didn't realize that. Um, I'm glad that it was short and sweet, and it wasn't like episodes of episodes of episodes because it couldn't have been. God, just give me, give me what I need. It was, it was perfect. Too very dragged on a little bit. A little bit. bit. Yeah, yeah. I was TikToking towards the end. I just went to the gym. So I can't, <laughs> can't deal with this anymore. Um, but yeah, no, it's a sick documentary if you're into um, fashion news, that yeah. kind of stuff. Is, I think it's quite good to get an insight and also just to like awaken our conscious, conscious, yeah. um, our conscious with so much things happening now and like 
the need to be outspoken and the need to call out things in a respectful manner, sometimes disrespectfully. Um, I think it's nice to just like be more aware of these things so we can see them for what they are, even yeah. though like deep down we know, but maybe we just don't know. We don't make a conscious effort. We don't make a conscious effort. Also, it's that whole thing of like, you know, like two people can be, two people, like we have those moments where it's like, oh my God, I knew that as well. Or, yeah. Unless you have these conversations with people, you don't kind of be like, oh shit, like, yeah, like they don't hire black people. Mm. That ain't right. Let me contact so-and-so if it, yeah, and do if that's your thing it, yeah. or do something about it. Um, Before we go on to the other topic, I just want to say the OnlyFans model is coming to Instagram. What do you mean? Have you seen that they are introducing sub- subscriber-only content? Yes, I and have. you can pay monthly. Oh, my God. So this is so bizarre because Why? you've seen it as an OnlyFans POV, whereas <laughs> I saw it... <laughs> You know what? Only because I was thinking about, I was struggling to wake up today and I was like, bitch, I need to get my ass on OnlyFans because I cannot do this job anymore. (laughs) Because um, an influencer was like, oh, like, you know, would you like, would you pay for content? Like Patreon. Yeah, like Patreon kind of thing. And obviously a lot of people was like, who the fuck do you think you are? Of course I wouldn't. Like, why am I going to pay pictures? It's mad. But now you said OnlyFans fucking i might as well just get my feet out no because so there's one girl yeah she i don't know what her service is but she's charging like i think 89 like basically 100 pound a month and i don't i didn't really go in i probably should have gone and done my research but i think if you're someone like um i don't know like a makeup artist or a hairdresser that makes so much sense if you're going to charge people to say like you're going to get like these tutorials and i'm going to give you like my tips and tricks I'm begging people ideas. Like, yeah, they should pay <laughs> for think, it. Yeah, I think if you've got like if you've got a skill or you've got information that is like shouldn't be for free, but if it's just like extra pictures, I just don't see like you're gonna have to show breast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just don't like. Yeah. There is no influence. I don't really follow influencers like that. Yeah, but there is no one I. I follow that is like anything you're gonna post is mm. actually gonna benefit me. <gasps> Shall I just like steal information from all our experts at work? You'd you'd have to you'd have to be given and then some I can expert give expert information skincare expert <coughs> uh, skincare advice. No, that that's that that is honestly the only thing people would pay for, like pick pictures and all, like unless you're literally busting it open, yeah, or you're giving some like juicy juicy. Like I probably would if a hairdresser um, was charging I don't know ten pound a month and she's going to show me how to do all like do you know what I mean like yeah. the proper like what's it called trade secrets the things that makes them great yeah i might i might do it for two months yeah. i'll say i'll do it for six but i'll give you what the 20 quid you're such a consumer <laughs> come on once i get what i need so i'll go away i finesse it i practice a bit come on <laughs> but like you get you like you get pulled in, like you can easily get pulled oh in yeah, yeah yeah and it's dumb because when you think about it i could just probably find this information on youtube yeah i just cba yeah but yeah, people need to start thinking about their subscriber-only content. <sighs> I just don't. I was like, <sighs> mate, I haven't taken a nude <laughs> in so long. I wouldn't even. I don't even know how to. I swear to God, the last time I took a nude picture, legit was like twenty nineteen, maybe if that. I mean, it makes sense. So pre-pandemic. Yeah, I I wouldn't even be able to provide good content for only fans slash instagram only whatever you know what i actually want to do i want i want to go on to only fans only because i want to see what the non-sexual content is on there because yes. i think that will give that will give ideas to 
people that want charge. to recreate that on Instagram or Patreon and the kind of things that people are willing to pay for. Yeah, because guys as well, OnlyFans isn't just a sexual um, No, yeah, people are cooking on there, gym classes. Fans of things. Um fucking cooking club would people pay to watch my cooking clubs you got to build up a following i need to build up a following maybe i should just do t- cooking club on tiktok yeah maybe that's my niche your niche my niche <laughs> maybe that's my niche no i'm taking the piss that's how americans say it yeah oh they oh they say niche <laughs> niche oh my god they're so annoying they literally why americans like, like that i don't know I they don't know, know anything they don't know anything um Hello, sorry. One more thing I actually just want to laugh about. I have never seen a woman so happy to leave her man than Ashley Darby. Oh my God, is she? Oh my God, spoiler alert. Fucking hell. Where, well, not not my problem. You're up to me. I'm under a rice news. No, but I haven't I haven't watched it in time. But no, I, but it's I news. haven't seen the news. It's <gasps> new, like it's CNN so news. So she, she left him? Well, they're getting a divorce. I don't oh, know who shit. left who. She has been, listen, ear to ear, Cheshire Cat dancing for days. Well, she's got her baby. She's going to have her money. And she's going to get her money. She's she's laughing. Yeah. Remember when they tried to open up a restaurant? <laughs> oh, my God. He was giving her stress. So much stress. He was such a little shit. He's such a, he's such a liability. But you know what? She is the, she is the real hustler. Yeah. We thought Ashley was dumb. No, no, no. Ashley weren't dumb. Ashley was playing dumb to get ahead. Yeah. She said, I got to feed my mama. Yeah. <laughs> I got to feed Remember my mama. she went to see her dad and he like shut the door on her oh, face. Oh, God, yeah. That's quite but sad. she's been through a lot. Listen, get your coincidence. Keep dancing on TikTok, baby Doja Cat. <laughs> Someone called her the beta, the beta Doja Cat. No, but quite literally. They look alike. Yeah, yeah, they do. But I hate the way she dances. It no, re- it, no, it's, in- it it's insane. Literally it's literally makes my skin crawl. It is the cringiest thing. But in the context of how happy she is, she is to oh, be I'm free, her. I love dance, girl. Oh my god, I need to tell Mercy right now. Baby girl, dance. <sighs> I really. You know what's so weird? I'm in the blogs, but I'm in like the different blogs. To me, I'm in the. Oh, you know what it is? Basically, Twitter. I don't know if you notice. If you like something or you read something, you suggested. it starts suggesting all the content. So I get suggested like all Real Housewives news, like live, like anything that people oh, are tweeting. Okay. So some of them I had to like on because it's like I really don't care what Kenya Moore did today. Like stop. But I get a lot of that. But I don't. Did I get it from there? But I also watch a lot of like YouTube bloggers that do like recaps oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, and also Mar- Marlo got her peach. Oh. Girl. She must be gassed. Sorry, she I know it's the it. wrong show, isn't it? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Atlanta. no, but that's old news. Well, to me, it's old news because obviously I get the news like breaking when it's breaking. <laughs> you get it when it's like the show's out. <laughs> yeah, but I'm yeah. Like, I, did you, oh my god, did you watch Mighty Medicine? No. Oh, all right. I'm just spoiler alert. Apparently, Contessa beat up Doctor Heavenly. One more clot. <laughs> <laughs> One more clot. <laughs> All right, no more spoilers. <laughs> I mean, that means absolutely nothing to me. No, Aste- listen, Aste- I get the breaking like while they're filming. So that's why it's it's a bit like bit not bittersweet. It's annoying when I watch the show because it's like I knew all of the stuff that was happening because they report on it. Why laughing? Mercy's like, oh my god, shit. Ooh, I was like, who's there for a sec? But I remember, oh my god, she's gonna spill the tea because he ain't right. That is so, so you're really, that's so weird. You're actually like, um, 
not watch what happens live, but it's like yeah, yeah, you yeah. actually find out when you're watching. Yeah, like I don't pre know anything. That is so interesting. I'm like two seasons behind on um, what is this? Potomac. Potomac. Yeah. Potomac. We're talking about Real Housewives, by the way. Sorry, Sorry yeah, guys. Potomac. Um, yeah, Mate. I'm like two seasons behind on Atlanta as well. Oh my god! Yeah, Atlanta. So and because I don't get these updates and I don't follow. Do you know that Nini Leaks is suing Bravo for racial discrimination? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you know what? Fair enough. Yeah. When Kim was like, you know, I'm racist. I don't see black. I don't see color. Yeah, yeah, I all of that. Color. Yeah, she's referenced all of those. Yeah, incidents like and I stuff. just assumed she was eating chicken because it was a barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah, referenced yeah. all of that, and she basically said how it's like when. Um, when Kim says all these things, she never gets reprimanded. She gets, instead, she gets rewarded with spin-offs. Like she had a spin-off show, "Don't Be Tardy," for the party, oh, or whatever, yeah. whatever her show was called. But Don't like when it's a black, when it's a black woman, they get um, axed. They get yeah, not axed, but like something about like I think she was going back and forth with Kim on like tweets or Instagram, and Nini called her out for being racist, and they said that's bad for business you have to take down that post you can't say that she's being racist but they didn't tell her t- kim to take down her post nor would they reprimand her for any kind of like quote-unquote racist type of things that she would do and then when i started thinking about it do you do you watch um Royal housewives of new jersey did you know no. about it so basically one of the main characters Teresa, she's actually quite violent like <laughs> i actually think she's very violent like she's flipped tables she in the recent season she basically like smashed like, you know, when you clear a table, so it's oh, like yeah. drinks, glass, onto a woman, all of this stuff. And it's like, there's no, reper- there's never repercussions. But when like Portia or like Monique. the black ones, yeah, when when they when they fight physically or whatever, it's like a big thing. You get kicked off and all of this stuff. So when you like, yeah, they're going to have an exposing Bravo documentary one day. Exciting. We're living through history. <laughs> I love it. I'm scared, but I love it. I'm scared. I better focus because my kids are going to be asking me questions like, so what happened? And I'm going to be like, fuck, I wish I watched that episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be like, don't worry, kids. I was watching the YouTube. Yeah, I'm going to send the tweet. (laughs) I'm going to be like, go to Auntie Prinny's because she stayed on the blogs. I'm going to be that grandma that's like, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. The shows we used to watch (laughs) back in my day. (laughs) Right. We are, as Amber said, living through history. I personally feel like we're going to look back at this time and it's actually going to be very iconic from a like feminist movement standpoint. Yeah. And all the work that a lot of women, predominantly black Black women, women. I guess, because black women, we have to fight for ourselves because nobody will fight for us or speak for us. Um, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shock not shocked. Oh wait, are we doing are we doing Tim? Yeah. Okay. Twitter? First or Tim? Oh, should we sack off Twitter? We'll do Tim and if we can link in yeah. Twitter, we'll link in Twitter. Alright. Alright. Right. <laughs> Shock not shocked. Tim Westwood, a documentary came out with allegations that he is um a sexual abuser. Oh my god, I'm so shocked. Nah. Is any like is anybody? He's older than my dad. 
Yeah, is that every uni rave? Yeah. He is an example of someone that did not grow with his consumers. <laughs> like your age mates are like retired. Mm-hmm. He's one he's one year off retirement. Yeah. And he's still doing DJ nights and yeah, like you said at unis in fir- like mm. going to first year freshers and mm-hmm. stuff and it's like these kids don't even know you. Like you're so old now, like they don't know who mm. you are. They're not like, oh shit, it's Tim, Tim Westwood. Westwood. Yeah. They don't know about Pimp My Ride. Mm. They don't know. so like you are so irrelevant right now. But Collect yeah, your coin and relevant. sit down. The thing the thing that gets me is again and that is what gets me sorry <laughs> let's see sorry it's, it links to the abercrombie thing where it's like but we knew oh i knew so it may it's almost it makes me feel bad because it's like i knew he was a creep i remember seeing him at a party in um ace hotel i would have maybe been like in my second year and i got there got there a bit early uh second year i don't know second year third year i got there a bit up I wasn't even in uni. What am I saying? Sorry. That <laughs> <laughs> was just a big cap. Um, I got there a bit early. So, you know, when it's like there's space, you know, you see yeah. people. I just see Tim Westwood standing there. And I'm like, what is this creeper doing here? Like, you just not, I didn't even really, I didn't really know any stories. Mm. I didn't know anything to be true. I didn't know of anyone telling me like he's done this or he's done that. But I just knew he was His a creep. Look, he, yeah, he's the a, look of him bro, is creepy. He's a creep. Like, what are you, white old man doing here? You've got to be a creep. Yeah. This is not a space for you. But he's made himself so integrated into our spaces that like, he's welcomed. Because I saw him at Fresh Island Festival. Okay. I was in my... Yeah, second, first year. First year of university, summer going into mm. second year. And he was just everywhere. He was like an octopus. Like, he was just everywhere. And I just... And, <coughs> and it wasn't nice. It was mm. like, oh, there's Tim Westwood. What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, like yeah. it was just random. Like even back then, mm. it was just so weird for him to be there. He just gives us such creepy, creepy vibes. And I think only as a woman, you know what we're talking. Like you can look at someone and you automatically yeah. like the energy you feel. Yeah, there. I don't need any stories. I just know you're a creep. So this documentary. Um, featured five women have you watched it i haven't actually watched oh, it oh did you not watch it no because i just find like there's just a lot of traumatizing content out there and it's it like i don't really want to it's, it's enough to know yeah for me um and, and they're all like hidden mm. uh, names change voices changed um and they're just talking about their basically how he lured them in through music and can you tell maybe like some of the stories just yeah so basically one of these girls uh she was from the Midlands and Tim Westwood was coming to her hometown or something. She wanted, she started making music and wanted to give him a CD. She slipped her number in there and, and gave the CD. She was like, wow, like he's taking my mm. CD. He wants to listen to it, wants to listen to it. Gives her a call and he's like, yeah, come down to London. Let's have a chat. Let's see what we can do, blah, blah, blah. Picks her up from the station and she's like, oh, okay, cool. Like personal pickup. All right. Like I'm not thinking anything, mm. but she's like 17 years old. So he's like, what, like double her age at that point? Probably more. Yeah, he was like 35 oh, or something. Oh, so, at that. Is, so this oh, is like year 2000. Oh, shit. Like these are like early, early 2000s. And um, so she's like, don't really know where I'm going. Don't really know London. I end up in this flat. 
I might be mixing up some of the girls' yeah, stories, yeah. but it's all very similar. They all get taken to this flat in West London, oh, basically. Um, I may be mixing up the stories mm. here, but they're all very similar. And like in the car, he's like touching up her thigh mm. and things like that. And she's just like, hey, this is very bizarre. And they go to the flat. He's like, he goes into a room, comes out fully naked. Um, no. Yeah, puts himself on the girl, um, has has sex with her. Uh, another girl, he he goes into r- room, comes out, and then just goes and starts taking her knickers down and starts giving her oral sex. She's just standing there like I can't like this is just this is happening. Um, another girl, she's oh on the bed, God. tries to move his leg, tries to move her leg, and she doesn't. And then in the end, it's like these girls feel so they're like I don't know where I am. This yeah. is a huge man compared to me because he's very yeah. tall, yeah, very yeah, lanky. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he's gonna do to yeah. me and you freeze you do and yeah. i believe that everyone's like oh just get out of the screen but i no. do believe that in that situation you just give in yeah you're just like i'm gonna give yeah. myself to you because that is the easiest thing to do right now yeah. which is so scary mm. and i can only imagine what yeah. they might have been feeling so there's this show there's so many links in this episode bloody hell there's this show on netflix which i think it it's a very important show to watch because it it basically highlights that consent is not... We always centre, like, rape and abuse around consent. Yeah. But I, the line, there's so many blurry lines around it that we can't even do that. Because in these... Sorry, the show's called Anatomy of Scandal. I recommend everyone watch it. It's a limited series. I think it's, like, six episodes. It's really, really good if you like British crime. Um, oh, is it British crime? Yeah, it's yeah, on my yeah. list. Oh, my yeah, God, yeah, I'm going to, like, bump it up a few... Yeah. A few scenes. 100%. <laughs> up my list. I watched it over the weekend. But... I was thinking today, because I was in one of the Twitter spaces, obviously they're talking about this Tim Westwood stuff, which they rightly should continue to shed light on it. And I was thinking, people are saying, it's like some people are saying, oh, well, they're not technically underage or they're not under the age of consent. Or, you know, it, we don't know whether they were consensual um, interactions. Because when you think of consent or if somebody doesn't give consent and you force yourself on them, it seems quite violent, right? Yeah. It seems like the person's screaming, saying no, and you're like, shut up! And no sometimes the person is terrified they're not saying yes they're not saying no and that is not consent yeah no silence is, yes, yeah silence is not consent and also <clears throat> for those guys that love the p for pushing p pushing pressure that they've asked you oh you're like no and they ask you and then they you sometimes as a woman you actually you feel in. a bit worn out and you give in is that consent probably not no. it's just that you feel so uncomfortable that you feel like the only way to get past the situation is just to bloody say yes and just be like mm, all right well, i didn't i didn't really want to do that mm-hmm. because if we all start really thinking about it there are a lot of lawsuits. There are a lot of criminal offences that we can pull up of guys that have put us in compromising oh. positions where it's like, I actually didn't want to do that. Yeah, but I felt pressured to. And the easiest thing it's, was to yeah. just do it. But that doesn't it's, mean it's that it's I it's consented it sounds, to it. It sounds fucked. Like when you, and it's only now as an adult you can look back and be like, oh, like that. Mm. Yeah, that that wasn't a good move. That wasn't good or that like, mm, like, mm. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, consent. I just don't understand why men have have such difficulty of understanding the concept of consent. And obviously not all men, but I'm generalizing here. Mm. I don't understand what they find so difficult about 
just getting their head around it. It's not that hard to understand. You will know if somebody yeah. wants you or wants you to do things to them. They you don't know. care. They don't care about social cues. Yeah, like, like body language bizarre. is a very big indicator. Yeah. If I'm shoulders hunched, closed, you know, ignoring you, ignoring you, not really answering one-worded answers. No. If you're having to say, "Come, man, relax, lie yeah. on the bed." My no, friend, I'm not listen, comfortable. A lot of these guys, I, I actually have a story. I went out um, a couple of weekends ago to a birthday party. I was started doing my thing, dancing I with my friend. I was doing my thing. And there's this guy, you know, you can tell like a guy's kind of feeling you, but it's like, like scary. Yeah, just like stop. Like, I wasn't giving attention. So he was like, I was dancing. He was standing not too far away from me on the wall. And then he just started like talking to me. But like the distance between me and him was not one where you can be trying to have a conversation when the music is loud like it's very so i was acting like i was deaf and then it's like he came close and i was like hey i was like is that what's your name say my name and then i like carry on dancing then he'll keep firing questions like random questions like so where are you from it's like but i'm dancing <laughs> i feel like my back is even to you like yeah. what you're doing right now is too much and he kept kind of doing things like that like being around being around being around and then i was like look i was like it's just a no i was like first of all you look really really young like i, I know i look young but i'm not like we're not and he was like oh da, da, da. i was like you're gonna have to hold this no and he was like, i can't he was like i can't he's like don't don't i can't i was like that wasn't me saying keep coming on yeah to me, i like, was i was like you can and you will because it's it's a no like men are just they're not used to hearing no they don't like it they're they not they're like not it. they're not and this is why women have to subject themselves to making up lies like i got a boyfriend i remember when i was younger one time i had to tell a guy like my man's even in jail for murder <laughs> like do you know like i have to even get dramatic with it because sometimes the boyfriend is not even enough i so listen to how mad this story is this happened a few years ago to one of my cousins he's walking on the street and this guy puts his phone in her bag and was like i'm gonna call you later answer it and she said take your phone out my bag because otherwise i'm gonna take the phone wait so he put his phone so he's gonna call his phone later yeah and she's gonna answer it That's and weird. she said no i'm not but like take your phone otherwise i'm taking your phone and you'll never see it again and then he got all irate like who the fuck you think you're talking to Yada, da, da, da. you see you've put your phone in my bag you don't know me yeah. now and i'm now worried you... you're gonna beat me up i get so shook mm. saying no to boys mm, mm, mm. yeah i'll just give my number in a land of violence and acid attacks Shit's scary. It's not worth it. Shit's scary. Oh, you got a boyfriend? Yeah. I'm even scared to I'm say scared. Yes, I'm like, I'm they shy. know I'm lying. No, men are, men are actually. No, no, so no. So scary. They make me sick. Yeah. And I think not enough men are holding their no. phones accountable. No. They keep saying they are. You come on Twitter saying, yeah, not my friends, not I would say. Nope. No, but you won't. No. Because who are these? All these guys have friends. All these guys have friends. When it when it comes when it comes to these topics, all of a sudden everyone watches basketball. Yeah, everyone watches basketball. <laughs> because I know a handful of men that are predators, who I know their friends as well, and I know their friends aren't telling them shit. So where do we go from here? I just I re I really don't. Mm. We're in scary times right now. But on a positive point, mm. 
it's not that positive. It's nice to see that black women's voices are being heard and pushed out. Maybe it was just BBC Three. This should have been on BBC One. But it's nice that yeah, that this was an all black. No, I mean, but it's I also not think nice. Like, it's not nice. Nah, but listen, I'm saying, when does that ever happen? The whole thing, the whole thing is fucked up. Because if this, if he was, first of all, if he was doing this to white women, this would have been nipped in the bud twenty years ago, right? Do you think? Yes. Because look at Jimmy Savile. <laughs> Did he die? Sorry, I don't. I, he died. I, he died. He died. But they only came out. No, but the difference—the difference between Jimmy Savile in this situation—is Tim Westwood being a sexual abuser is the worst kept secret. Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. Everyone With Jimmy Savile situation, people had to actually come out and say, "I'm telling my story." Versus, yeah. you are a fucking creep. He was saying so. They were playing like old footage that they got off YouTube during this documentary, and he's like. Oh, my ladies, who's got the tightest pussies? If you got the tightest pussy, I want to hear you scream. And this is what in a crowd of fucking 18-year-olds. Yeah. Disgusting. In a university daggering, rape. Daggering, daggering young girls Touching and doing girl. all so sorts of nonsense. So when they're taking pictures, the girls came forward, they said, like, you know, we're taking a picture. And like, I felt his hand sliding down my back and he's, like, grabbing my bum. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then, like, the hand around the neck and stuff. And she's like, you just freeze. You yeah. don't know what to do in that situation. Some girl, she... Um, <clears throat> I can't remember her name. She's a YouTuber, Pagey something. She's from Wales. And she said she met him and he, like, grabbed her boobs, like look at these or like did like some kind of comment and she kind of like she thought oh that's a bit weird but she brushed it off because she said she's from a predominantly white area and she doesn't even she doesn't even know who tim westwood is in that in the context of like the shit he does in london and in other like um predominantly black scenes so when she said i think the documentary coming out was the first she's actually hearing of it and then she drew the link Okay. So it was like re-triggering because in the yeah. moment she's like, oh, that well, was bloody weirdo. weird. But, but like, now it makes sense. He's a fucking predator. All these things. All Listen, there's so many things that we normalise. Like a guy brushing past you at the bar and his dick is on your butt. A guy walking past you and his hand is on your bum. A guy... Lower back yeah, even. I, w- I went on a date once with a guy. He's a fucking creeper. And we went to a bar in... Um, in like the city, like bank or something. You know, you have the booth. So obviously, yeah. if I'm on a date, I want to look at you because, like, why would I? Why would I? He was proper like, nah, sit next to me. Did I put his hand on me? And his hand was like on my boot. I was like, can you, you know, get off? But I'm a bit like I'm a I'm. I wouldn't say I'm the most outspoken, but when it comes to things like that, like you're not gonna get off. Like, yeah, stop, don't be so, so yeah, don't be so stupid. Like, I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh, he's a bit like his hairline was pushing back. Like, this is not even an L for me. Get your hand on my breast yeah. right now. Don't be a fucking creeper. Yeah, but it's all these little little things They're that so we normalized. can yeah we can normalize and be like, oh, like he didn't he didn't mean like that. Or obviously that like, he likes me in it, so you know eventually he would touch my breast yeah. or you know like oh the place it was the place was a bit too tight so some guy <laughs> a few weeks ago now pan- pancake day okay like a couple yeah quite a few weeks ago yeah march march mm-hmm. pancake day uh it's early hours or whatever no it's not early hours actually it wasn't anyways pancake day i'm leaving l- looking for an uber with my friend may and this guy walks past and as he's approaching, he's looking at us like being weird. It's just like, oh, normal guys like looking us up and down. Like, like mm. normal, what normal guy? That's not even normal. I should be saying no, that. Not. What guys do, but that's what they do. 
and he slapped my bum. <gasps> Wait, what? Like how? Like he walked past and slapped my bum, and I was like, "What? Like the a big fuck? slap? Or Not a slap? Like he tapped me, but his he tapped me on my bum, but like he he went for my bum." So and I was sorry. like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, who? And then, who, and then, May's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, "How dare you think you can?" And he's like laughing, walking off, like ha 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 ha. And then this other guy's like, "What happened?" And but this other guy already tried to chat to us before. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, Captain he tried. Saber he tried to. He, like, you know, he, he tried to touch me up. He just hit my bum." And he's like, "Oh, what? You know, what? Which guy? This guy there?" And then afterwards, he tried to use that as an excuse to come and flirt with us, which. And it's just like, no, go beat up the guy and then come and back. And then come back. But I, okay, so I said, I was like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? This and that. But he did not care. No. He was laughing in my face. He literally violated mm. me and laughed. So imagine what he does he to the woman he takes on dates. And he was a disgusting, creepy looking guy. It's like, how dare you? Like, it makes you feel so small because it's yeah. like, He's just done that and he don't care and he's laughing and I can do nothing, nothing about, about it. No. And then and then you just carry on normal with your conversation. Yeah. But then if you ran up to him and fly kicked him, you're the bad guy. <laughs> Normalized fly kicking. No, no. <laughs> no. If you run up to him and fly kick him, you are the bad guy. It's just it ain't right. too much of this is happening, but it's good that this is coming to light. I mean, mm. it's been coming to light and we've been screaming that a lot of these men are predators and sexual abusers, mm. but fucking let's comfort everyone's necks. Like I'm, I don't care. Like I will call people out. Mm. I'm, I'm luckily, I'm lucky and I'm thankful and I'm grateful that no one I know personally has done anything yeah. to me and I don't have to call anyone out within like my immediate circle. Mm, mm, mm. I like think I make decent friends. Um, but it's time to be calling people out. And pick me girls, this is not the time. I just want to grab them and just boop, 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 boop. We need to break, no, we need, what it is, is, it's like, it's a combination of like calling it out, but also like hanging people just like just shaming them yeah. and shaming men and keep calling people out and being like this shit is not okay it's not okay for you to do that get off me move back and i'm going to tell everyone what you just did it's embarrassing embarrassing they household. have no shame they have no shame like my what honestly my worst nightmare is like for my brother or my future sons to turn out like these fucking scumbags mm -mm. but oh i would I, but this is the thing obviously i I don't have any like i've not grown up with brothers mm. or anything i've not grown up with a dad so i don't know how how they become like this is this a lack of conversation at yeah. home is this a lack of because i know in many of our cultures sex no I think, and relationships yeah. is not a conversation yeah. Yeah. that's had but i think it's very important from when you're sorry but when your child first yeah. has an erection yeah it's time to talk Have to them, them conversations about, yeah i do you know i actually this do is, think is a lot of it is a lack of conversation because especially if you think like i mean i can't I and can, access I can only, to porn. Yeah, no, that part. Easy well. access to porn because I don't know. Do you are these com like? Do you have these conversations with your brother? So I, I, I think that it's a combination of who you hang around with school that plays yeah. a lot of influence because you spend a lot of time there. Yeah. But then if you're coming home and no one's kind of giving you 
the right information then you go the wrong way I remember there was an incident like my brother was I don't know you know the ones when you do the sweep on the phone and you check who they're messaging he was kind of talking inappropriate not I use the word inappropriately loosely to a girl, but it was like just a bit disrespect, just that disrespectful, like not really rating her kind of thing. And I sat him down. I said, that's disgusting. I said, you have two sisters. I said, would you want someone to talk to me like that? Mm. I said, you think about that and you have you have respect and think about the household that you come from. You don't do that. Yeah, you don't do that. You don't follow the crowd. Be the be the nice person. Be the change. Don't do what your friends are doing. I think I've had. There's been other instances, not necessarily just around like girls, just more around like friends and like yeah. racial stuff and not, you know, getting getting into situations where it's like you're looking down on your own race, all those kind of things. And I think he is kind of forming his own opinion and trying to be his because that's all it is really in a world full of dickheads. You've got to be your own person and yeah. have your own opinion and be able to be like, nah, like that's weird. Even if you're not, like, not everyone has it in them to call things out. Because I feel like we put a lot of pressure on people. Yeah, and we put a lot of pressure on men. Difficult. Yeah, like, I'm not, like, I've, I feel like I'm quite vocal, like, in my life. But you'll never catch me on a Twitter space on the microphone talking. Like, that's, it's not in me. Yeah. That's not, that's not my thing. I'll do the work. I don't know if I'll do the work. I'll, I'll try my best. I'll do it in other ways. It's not in everyone. So we can't keep giving people pressure to call things out. But at least have your own mind. Mm-hmm. And don't yeah. follow people with the stupid jokes and all the stu- all the stupidity. Yeah, I think is I think now like us new generation, we're breaking a lot of like the cultural things of like not having conversations, mm. not coming together as a family and having yeah. whole family conversations, and you know checking in with their children and you know seeing how school, who's your friends, this and that, bring your friends around and blah blah blah. Mm. Um, I think there will be a a lot of change with our kids and how yeah. they are I hope up. so I, re- I really do hope so my mate my um like first date questions is like if you have a son you're talking to them about consent what is your what is your what is your idea of I consent? can't be with a homophobe oh yeah and that as well I cannot like that's first date question I literally no. first date actually second date question I was like are you homophobic I don't like that because I've got gay friends and I want to make sure that I'm with someone yeah. that my friends can feel comfortable around. Yeah. And I also ask, if your child is gay, mm. what are you doing? We because that's long, my child. And I'm going to love them. So those are very important things that I look for in a partner. Partner. Yeah. I feel like this is, it's a shame that we have to kind of wrap up the conversation. It's, I mean, it's one that will continue, I'm sure. But when necessary. Yeah. yeah, everyone keep fighting the good fight. Call people out. Don't let anyone take you for idiot. Trust. In all capacities. And if we do have, you know, younger siblings and... Or we have to do the work for the future generations. Yeah, like have these, like, the conversation doesn't need to be awkward. You can just be like, hey, like, do you know what consent means? And just, <coughs> sorry. I mean, I don't know how it works. I don't have siblings. So I don't mm. know if you can just go up and do that. I don't mm. know. But like, try and just encourage them to have these conversations mm. and see how, see where their head is, see mm. what they think about things and see how they view it as well. And I think it'll be very eye opening. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> well, we've come to that time in the episode <laughs> where we give you guys Adam of the Week. Yeah. 
I know, guys. I just want to <laughs> apologise. We had a few episodes where there wasn't item of the week, just a bit of a bit of a glitch. But we're back, um, so I'll go first. My item of the week is from Shaco the label. Ooh. They recently brought out a new collection. The pieces, oh, chef's kiss! I think I've already got like two out of three of the new pieces oh already. So excited to wear them, but. I'm picking this dress that is currently on pre-order only. It's called the Inner Fire Dress. It's basically like a mustard yellow dress. Um, oh, how do I describe this when the material's like... Oh. oh. It's like elastic, like very loose elasticated. Yeah, like it's spring, like scrunched. Yeah, it's like scrunched elasticated. Yeah. Dress, long sleeve, backless, short, and it's like frilly at the ends. It's so like cute girl dainty but sexy yeah and that is like my vibe right now so yeah check check out shaka the label they got some fire pieces uh so my item of the week is being annoying and not loading it is a hat from prada and it is a crochet hat and it is i mean it's so basic and i could probably get this like just anywhere cheap but i just think it's very cute and very swagalicious and i can just see it on holiday, I think because it's like hay, crochet. Uh, it's £590. <laughs> no, please, please, please. I would never pay for it. I would never get crisis. it. But it's a cute little crochet hay hat. And I'm sure Primark or H&M or even somewhere like Mango and Gap will mm, release. Do a dupe, yeah. Do a dupe and then I can purchase it from there. But I think it's super cute, super swagalicious. Um Oh that. my god! So you know the Prada re-edition? Mm. They've made it in a crochet hay version. Okay, that's a bit scary. I it don't like scary. it. I don't like it. That's kind of for like the art teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. Okay. Anyway, so that's my item of the week. Can you believe the re-edition bags are one thousand pounds? Five ninety. Sorry, they're 1,300. <laughs> it's not easy. Anyway, it's been real. I love you. Bye. podcast listener do you love talking about movies music tv comics and games then you should be listening to the great pop culture debate back in bigger than ever for season nine this season the panelists discuss the best james bond film the best elton john single the best nickelodeon original series the best batman villain and so much more find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com more than 100 topics are already available subscribe today